0: you're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from hello you're listening to the hockey podcast network i'm mason dixon joined once again by Corey the bayou benders and this is habs nightly your hub for habs content Right, we are back once again talking about the Habs. A little delayed, but thankfully it worked out for us because we actually have some Habs news to talk about that got released today. We're recording this Monday, so we apologize for the delay. But before we get on to any of that, Corey, how was your week, buddy?
1: Uh, week was good. It actually, it's nice to record today. Um, some of you might know, some of you might not. You'll be educated. Uh, So the day that we're recording this is a day that's normally like. Kind of sad and somber for me, uh, because it is the date, the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, where I was like, you know, me along with like everyone I know and a lot of people I don't know, you know, that live in the greater New Orleans area where. You know, forced to leave their home for months or years at a time. Um, uh, so this is a good day. Uh, because I get to, you know, I I looked forward to recording today, so it kept my mind away from shit like that. But um, uh, my week was good, man. Um, I worked my ass off, but it uh it came to a head because I worked my ass off because it was the final preseason game for the Saints, the first home game air quotes and it's kind of like back to school um it's kind of like back to school you know like you don't know what the fuck you're doing like you kind of do you have the outline but it's going to be complete chaos and we're going to talk about it a little later because if we don't wait i'll go far into this tirade and we won't really get the back and forth of how our weeks went so uh it was good though um i've been playing guardians of the galaxy the game it's free on Xbox and probably PlayStation with the EA Pass. Well, it's not free. Fucking pay for it, but, um, it's one of the games available, and it is so fucking fire, dude. And it's, it's long too. It's long. Like, normally I beat a game in like a fucking weekend, and I mean like grinding through it. Like this this game, like every time I think like this is the fucking end of it, it's not. And it's so refreshing to play like a, like a couch. I'm not gonna call it a couch co-op, but like a a fucking couch campaign that actually isn't like I don't know 40 hours of gameplay I feel like it's so much more I've just been overall impressed with it and the soundtrack's sick um we'll talk some Game of Thrones not really I guess because you haven't seen it and you're still watching the old one for the first time yeah good week good week uh go and see Oliver Tree tomorrow, which is fucking hilarious I hope he's uh in his cowboy outfit, you know, his countryside that he's doing right now. I hope that's what I'm getting because it's fucking fantastic. What about you, buddy? What you been doing?
0: Uh, Not too much. I gotta say I've kind of just been uh, just kind of chilling, hanging around the house, not uh, Mm -hmm. not really getting up to much, just kind of trying to deal with all my non-academic requirements that I have to uh, get finished before I go off to school. So had some blood blood drawn from me today. Um, thank God she was good. If you've ever had blood drawn, you'll know. If you have someone that's not great at it, it really sucks. But if you have someone that's very good at it, you barely feel it. So that was good. Got that over with. Um, yeah, yesterday was a little busy for me. Had some stuff going. My last day of work was Saturday, so I'm I'm done climbing trees for the year at least. And yeah, I'm just kind of packing up, getting ready for school. Just, you know, excited for that and really just excited for hockey season to start so we have a little more to talk about. But uh, the Montreal Canadiens did announce the uh, training camp roster today. They've announced that there will be 70 players to attend training camp this year. Nice. That's a shit ton. Um, clicking on what's supposed to be the roster, I'm looking and seeing that they posted the, uh, <laughs> the wrong PDF. Whoever posted the article, this just got released from... This is the one from last year, but we do know... <laughs> We do know that uh, after rookie camp, so some players who are going to rookie camp and will also be invited to the official team clamp, team clamp camp.
1: Clamping. Clamping, baby.
0: Uh, include Gianni Fairbrother, Alexis Gravel, Caden Gooley, Raphael Harvey-Pinard, Cam Hillis, Jan Mishak, Matthias Norlander, Joshua Wall, Xavier Simonon, Daniel Sobolev, Joe Vrabedic, Arbor Jacki, and Jesse Ilonen. So they will all go to the official team camp as well. Um, I'm assuming that means that Jurya Slavkovsky is not going to the rookie camp. However, that kind of confuses me. So I'm wondering if maybe there's some errors in this list. But <laughs> what we do know definitively is that there are 70 players attending the camp, and that is an absolute fucking shit ton. Seven <laughs> goalies, Oof. 23 defensemen, and 40 forwards. If that doesn't show how wide open this Canadian's roster is, and you know, kind of speak on what we spoke about last week, and, and that the Habs have a lot of players under contract and a lot of players who could reasonably make the team. So this is going to be exciting training camp to follow. And even preseason, I, you know, we're probably going to see some guys surprised and make the team this year.
1: Excuse me. Oh, no, dude. Awesome. Uh, we always, well, I guess I always bring up that we have a warehouse full of, uh, you know prospects and <laughs> it's awesome to see that just about every single one of them is going to get a shot um i don't know if it might be an error with the slavkovsky thing but i i did see that he was uh he was picked to be a part of the nhl rookie showcase well um the nhl pa rookie showcase yeah um which i don't know if that could be like uh conflicting or anything or maybe we it's just not what you're reading doesn't have him on there for some reason, but um I don't know. Uh excited about it though. Fucking 70 guys. Um first one you brought up Johnny Fairbrother. I've been waiting to see some more stuff for him. Um I just I guess my favorite parts of Johnny Fairbrother. Uh it's just how fucking mean and dominant he is. And I don't I don't know if he's gonna be doing that um quite to his potential against uh, other has prospects, but I just like how nitty, uh, you know, how gritty he is in the game. So I'm hoping to see something awesome from him.
0: No, absolutely. And I think he's an often forgotten Habs prospect just because our defense is so fucking deep. Like we, we <laughs> say all the time. But, yeah, third-round pick in 2019 – Played for the Everett Silver Tips. Put up decent point totals there. Um, even just last year, had 22 points or 20, 17 points in 23 games. Made the switch over to Laval last year. Had seven points in 25 games, 46 penalty minutes. As a 20-year-old, not bad at all. The big thing with him is that he's six foot one, 200 pounds. And he can skate. He can <laughs> skate. So he's imposing and he can skate. I don't know if like he's he's going to be he's not gonna be a top four defenseman, but he could be a player, which is exciting, right? He's a left shot, mobile. So yeah, just another prospect that has potential to play NHL games. And when you get into those later rounds, that's all you want, realistically. The club that has the most players drafted playing NHL games is usually the best drafting club. Mm-hmm. You don't need to hit home runs with every prospect, and yet yeah, Gianni Fairbrother, I think, is a great example of that.
1: Yeah, he he reminds me of like a like a fucking blue collar type of player, and like he's gonna know his role. He might not be the most dominant or flashy out there, but he gets what he's supposed to do, and he's gonna fucking hammer that home all every single time. He'd be like a I could see him as like a fucking fan favorite. You know, like someone that just understands what he needs to do and just fucking gets it done.
0: No, absolutely. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so training camp with the uh, schedule fully announced, uh, usually Montreal will have open practices. Not sure what they'll do with training camp this year. Mm-hmm. However, they do have a game in Toronto on the 25th at 7 p.m., it's fair to assume that will be televised. Uh, the red versus white game, which is the two teams in the Montreal, in you know mm-hmm. the interest squad scrimmage, that will be the following day, the twenty sixth at the Bell Center at three pm, and then preseason picks up. They have a game versus Toronto, but before that, um, Montreal will have the rookie showcase, which is um, not what they did. So there's rookie camp which is why, sorry, which is why I was confused. Mm-hmm. There was the, um, the post-draft rookie camp right following the, um, the draft there, which we had watching. And that's where everyone really fell in love with Lane Hudson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but that's the one where the NCAA players, um, can, they can partic- participate in that, which is yeah. why we got to see Lane Hudson, Sean Farrell, etc. Mm-hmm. However, the, um, the this next camp, I'm a little confused with the details of it, so I apologize. That's the one where you will see the um the rookie tournament, and that will take place September 14th, 20th. And Montreal will be going going back to Buffalo for that. So they went back to Buffalo uh the year prior. Unfortunately, for the Habs, um the the Ottawa Senators are there, which if for those of you in the know <clears throat> is uh <laughs> Kind of frustrating because every it seems every year the Habs play Auto, that fucking stupid Ottawa Senators organization <laughs> in the rookie showcasing they always always injure one of our players yeah. like without fail every time but uh, the players playing in that will be on uh, up front forwards Owen Beck Jared Davidson. Cedric Ginden, Emil Heineman, Riley Kidney, Philip Meshar, Jan Mishak, Vincius Rohrer, Joshua Waugh, Xavier Seminole, Urias On D, there'll be Justin Barron, Caden Gooley, Logan Mayu. We'll finally get to see Logan Mayu in a Habs uniform playing games. Danil Sobolev, Miguel Tur- Turney, William Trudeau, and Arbor Jackai. And in net, we'll have Joe Verbedek. So, hmm. a lot of guys that we could, you know, be very excited to see. Um, you know, guys, big names there that we're, you know, I think you and I have both been looking forward to. I would also have to assume that um, Montreal will extend invitations to their European prospects. So, the big uh, Danish goalie, Frederick D. Chow, if you're familiar with him, they call him the gnome because he's six foot five or something. Um, <laughs> Oliver Kapanen as well, but there's usually an overlap there with the European prospects. So they often don't come if their club has their own camp and any Russian prospects that have haves have, have such as Alexander Gordon. I think it's safe to assume they won't, <laughs> probably won't be showing up this year, but yeah. So in, in the next couple weeks here, um, you know, we're we're kind of in the dog days of summer right now, but in a couple of weeks we're gonna have hockey to watch and a lot of exciting things to talk about, and I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. Um just I don't mind talking about nonsense that we do on a typical weekly basis. Uh but I just also hate that you know, we're not talking hockey and it's just frustrating. <laughs> no (laughs) because i know i know i know people have got to be just like fuck man like why why do we have to listen to another um you know off the rails episode that has like nothing to do with the sport and i hate it I, i do sometimes it's refreshing after like a whole season of it um but like when we get towards the end of summer i'm just like fuck dude like i just want to talk about hockey i just want to give opinions on games <laughs>
0: no absolutely i totally agree with you
1: oh shit but yeah we'll be we'll be getting to that soon like fucking first like you said, you know, we got uh red and white scrimmage, we got the rookie stuff coming up and then preseason starts, I want to say September 25th or 26th something like that. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're almost there. It's fucking September uh is this week, which is fucking wild. It's so fucking crazy. Um yeah, unfortunately. No, there's this one more thing of Habs news. Uh Sean Monahan was showing around the other day, uh quoted, you know, saying like it felt like it was uh and, and I guess it's true. Uh he said it felt like it, he was just like starting in the league again, like as as a young as a young man. Um, and this is his first move, so like I can understand, you know, like that makes sense now, you know, like this is like a fresh start and it's the first time he's being moved. Um Seems to be getting along. Um, they're already coming up with Monahan Hab's names, you know, like Mona fans and shit like that. Uh
0: I hate all of that.
1: It's real cringy. Like it's just full of
0: Sean Monahab. It's it's full
1: like TikTok culture overload. But I do like that they're trying to make, you know, like and it's not just him, but like in in this instance because it is that the, the shit we're talking about it is nice to to feel like the fans are welcoming and, and accepting of a new player and that the organization is, is like as childish and you know like social media fronted crazy it is that they are like trying to make him feel like hey look like like let's transition you in into this new role As positive as we can. Um, I'm trying to look at it like that, but they have hammered us with Monahan stuff. Like, let's get a video of him trying on a hat and his jersey. The jersey one's always, you know. um, But like showing him around the store and getting free stuff for him to wear, you know, because he's part of the organization and stuff like that. It's a bit too over the line for uh, social media, but it is it is cool that, like, they're acclimating him and trying to make him feel at home, especially after someone. I don't know.
0: Um, you do feel for the have social media people because you have to assume, you know, they're in the dog days too, right?
1: Oh, absolutely, they're, yeah. We yeah. have got to find content. Um, yeah, just go follow Yuroslav. Like, why are, we, why are we not on a journey with this kid? You know, like, I saw the other... D- I saw the other I day love Yeah. Like just Follow they should just be following him. Them. Uh, like the other day I saw him and uh uh Mazer went and got like those uh caric- caricatures, uh portraits done together, like, like, like shit like that, you know. Like like it's two young ass kids that are from fucking Europe just thrown into Canada, you know, and, and are about to be like billboard fucking famous in Montreal. Uh well, why why are we not following them or well, like Cole Caulfield's like you know, off season training, like shit like that? Like there, there's so much that they can go with uh other than just six videos of Monahan trying on a different hat um and calling them mono fans and shit like that. But sure. either or it, it, it's nice to, to see that the team cares. Well, these people are getting paid to do it, but the team wants them to feel like A new start is the best start. Mm. Well, in between, awkward silence is always the best time for ad reads. And we got an ad read for you guys from my buddies over at DraftKings. This is a good one. Mason should be excited. It's about football. And I'm going to try to get through this with a dry, scratchy throat. Uh, The wait is almost over. A new football season is about to begin. Get ready for the NFL week one action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly want more action for opening night everyone can experience the thrill of drafting's early win promotion all you got to do is you get i'm sorry you get up to seven you win what the fuck get up to seven you win bet on any nfl team of your choice and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game you get paid instantly even if your team loses okay maybe they should have Maybe they should have gave us that before the cue on that. Regardless, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Y'all remember to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Uh, that one was not my best, Mason, but it is what it is. And football is back. It's kind of weird. Now, I don't know if you have any more hockey stuff to talk about or have stuff. Um, but if you want to kind of glance over to football, I do have a fucking interesting story about the final preseason Saints game. My first workable game of the
0: season <laughs> go for it man all
1: right cool so we paused right there because uh, i needed some water uh but to this story mason seemed enthusiastic and i hope i can live up to um how awesome i made it sound so um i'm sure everyone kind of remembers like first day back at school like you have the motion. You know what you're doing, but you don't want to do it. It's still too early to do it. It's just getting your bearings back. Well, the Superdome, you know, it's going it's under heavy construction. They got the Super Bowl in 2025, so uh, a stipulation to have a Super Bowl is you have to have like the state of the art place uh for said Super Bowl. Like it's got to be fucking like legendary it's, it's got to look immaculate even though they don't show anything but the fucking field so <clears throat> excuse me so they got all this construction and shit going on and they're trying to make things fucking easier so like we've there's a lot of draft missing from from the superdome and i don't know mason well i'll ask you because i can't ask the fans and get a response right away um at games you know any sport you a draft guy or you a like a bottled or can guy? I'm a dra- like
0: I'm a draft. If there's draft
1: mm-hmm. drinking draft. Okay. No, I, I respect that. And, and, and being a draft technician, I, I feel the same.
0: Well, I just don't think like there is no world unless you're drinking the bottom of the keg. There is no world in which cans or bottles taste better than, you're on top no you're
1: right you're absolutely
0: right but i'll further that because if i'm at like i'm at like a festival or something Mm -hmm. i might get a bottle just because it's easier to like carry around you know Mm -hmm. but if i'm going to an arena where i'm spending fucking 12 bucks on a bottle like a can or a bottle and you know 12 bucks or 14 bucks for the draft Mm -hmm. i'm getting the fucking draft like (laughs) there's no way like i will never you will never see me unless there's no option you will never see me at a sporting event with a can in my hand it's always always draft
1: so apparently because i don't really follow football that much but uh, apparently we have some of the highest prices um for for fucking everything so i think like a 16 ounce can because it's in bombers i think it's i think you're paying like a dollar per ounce uh or somewhere close to that um but anyway so so back to what i was saying so you know we've lost a lot of draft um areas because of the rebuild so what they've done was uh bring in more coolers and it's more or less like a grab and go like Here's six coolers in a row of just bombers, you know, like from craft beer to domestics to import to premiums to seltzers to, you know, fucking wine coolers, you know, all, all the way down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so you got you, you more or less like looking at like a gas station fucking wall of, uh you know, wall of coolers and you just get in line. Grab what the fuck you want. Go to the end of the lawn. Pay for it. Um, and they have these stations set up all over the fucking Superdome now. And the Superdome sits, excuse me, uh, seventy thousand seats, fans, whatever. Um, so the preseason, right? They sold, I want to say thirty thousand, right? We'll we'll say there's thirty thousand fans there. Um. So with the draft being less, and we'll we'll get to you know like how how we love draft and shit like that, but the draft being less is more package beer, and um they learned a hard reality because of this was with less stands to buy draft at. You know, to get draft, you're also looking at food stands. So you got people in line for not just draft or no draft food, you know, so these lines are massive because there's like, you know, they cut it like I'd say even over 50% of the concession stands are gone in the Superdome right now. Uh, permanent no 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 so so each year so last year they implemented a little bit of change this year they implemented a little bit of change and it's just continuous you know so like the new thing that they brought last year was like the new seating like super close seating on on, in the end zones and and on the side this year is redeveloping the concourses so they've implemented like outside like massive like beer tents and shit like that but on the inside you know where the food and the draft is the lines are massive because there's so few of them so now mm. you're getting the younger kids that are like i don't give a fuck i go to college or you know like i we we don't go to bars anymore or if we do you know it's it's packaged beer, it's packaged beers party shit so they're hitting these fucking bomber coolers dude and I saw the bot like when I was walking and I was I was I was doing my job and I'm sorry like I'm not really getting to a centralized point of this but you know before the game we go there six hours early and we're troubleshooting we're running the systems we're troubleshooting any in- issues to try to catch them before the game and as I'm walking I'm I'm looking at these coolers right I'm like okay this' is a pretty cool concept for the lack of you know stations that they have and I'm noticing is like Two inj- two individuals working, one person checking IDs and one person cashing, you know, or, or checking out. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that's gonna be a good fucking idea. It's a preseason. So all they're gonna do is get fucked up if they're here, you know. Tickets were cheap, so they're spending it all on liquor and fucking food. Um, and then I get to one of the draft areas, you know, I'm starting to do my job and I'm looking and they got rid of the old dinosaur cashier system, the POS, and have now updated it to like the modernized one with the, I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm not, I'm not going to try to explain it to you. It look It's like basically wally e like, you know, like if you've seen Wally, you had this little robotic little fuck, you know, with like treads, like he's on a fucking tank. And then the newer model, that's like sleek as shit. It's the same idea. Hang on, get a sip of water. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh man, fuck! I'm losing my favorite thing, which was the noise the fuck on my cousin because every button you press made a different noise. Um, but it was locked, so I could just press the fuck out of it. I wouldn't fuck up the system. Uh, so they got rid of my favorite thing at the dome for uh for before the games. Um, and it replaced it with this sleek uh shit that I don't even like. It's basically iPads everywhere, and I'm like these. Fucking people aren't going to understand how to fucking do this. It's their first day back. Like, you can't teach them this shit first day back. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, that's not my problem. Keep going. Game starts. Well, not game starts. People start coming in. Now, I have the radio. I'm one of the higher guys up, so I have one of the fucking radios and, you know, forced to have more, um, more of an important role. So the privilege of having the radio is also listening to the chaos ensue on the radio of all the shit that's just happening, you know, and we have a new guy and I'm walking with the new guy and I'm like the new he's like, you know, is it good? You know, like he's excited. I was excited. My first one too. And I was like, look, dude, it's going to be real easy. Okay. This place is like on fire. and You can't do anything about the massive fire. You can't put it out. It can't be put out. You have to let it run its course. All you could do is put out the tiny fires around the massive fire. You can't do anything to it. You're going into a fuck situation and you're just trying to make it less fucked on your part. Go into it with that mindset. You'll be prepared for every, um, saints game or Pelicans game. And he's like, okay, cool. He took that in. He went off to the fifth floor and I never saw him again for the rest of the day. Um, but the people are starting to come in. I'm hearing over the fucking radios, the the kiosks aren't working, which is which is the no the new POS systems. You know the kiosks aren't working. They're trying to punch them in. They're punching in the pass the passcode to get in. But there's too many of them doing it, and they're all linked to one centralized. I don't know, like World Mine, you know, because fucking playing a game of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But they're all connected, and there's too many fucking errors happening in signing in. So it's locking out, like, stands, like, complete stands for, like, 10 minutes. (laughs) Okay, now make it 30 because you keep fucking trying, you know? So, like, shit is just dying everywhere, and the radio is just becoming, (laughs) like, this fucking, you know, like, crazy war, like, you know, radio receptor. It's just, like, like picking up fucking, you know, battles going on. Um, and like they're, they're calling over the fucking radio. People are freaking out. They're like, you know, like one of the managers is like you have got to stop trying to log in. You're fucking the system further. And it's all people that don't remember how to do their job. And it's not their fault to an extent because they haven't done this job. in you know, like six to seven months, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. A lot of new people. A lot of people barely get it. Like, they retain the information. They retain how to pour a beer the last game, the last 20 minutes of beer sales. They're like, oh, I get it. And then that's it. And then we start fresh over the next year. So there's chaos in that aspect. I'm just dying laughing at the fucking radio. Just fucking, like, the customers are just like, what the fuck is happening? And it's just like you just seeing the error signs all over all the kiosks and shit. It's just overloading. Uh, they can't keep up with it. Um, okay. So then we move on to my next fucking funny moment is, uh, my thought about the bombers. And I was like, you know, I was like, when, when, when I was talking about it, I was like, there should definitely be more than two people working this. They're going to get over overloaded. So that's, what's happening is the stand, the draft stands, the, the food stands are fucked. They're fucked. If you're waiting in line for that, you're an absolute fucking marathon trooper. You're willing to sacrifice not sitting or enjoying yourself to stand in a line full of disgruntled people for overpriced nachos and popcorn. But everyone else, all the college kids and all the people my fucking age and shit are like, fuck this. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a, a bomber. You know, I'm gonna go get a canned beverage. And you see the influx, like the fucking wave of aggravation start to move towards the bomber shells. And we sold the fuck out of bombers, dude. Like, both companies got hit hard. We, we have an order going in tomorrow when you guys are listening to this. I'll be putting, like, another, like, two 3,000 cases worth of bomber bottles. I mean, bomber cans. The guy can't check fucking IDs fast enough. The, the line is now, like to like the next area of bomber you know bomber doors and shit like that so they're getting overworked and they don't have enough people they weren't prepared for the amount of bombers being sold so it's like by the time you're getting to it there's slim pickings on the shelf so people are just fucking buying anything at this point just to get some fucking liquor in them so they can go sit and watch some of the game so the shelves are getting depleted the the manpower to get the shelf to get the the product back on the shelf is like sporadic you're seeing guys with carts like fucking full-blown sweating you know like just dying as they walk the as they walk the superdome with like just pallets of product trying to throw it into the fucking cooler um and and the guy the at you know the atc or the atf of i think it's atf uh But, you know, like the law enforcement for food, tobacco and alcohol are there. And, you know, I'm hearing over the radio, like a couple of people got tagged and shit for not checking ID. So like they're like super big on forcing people to do it, which I mean, look, you need to do it, you know, but like they're just like you guys have got to get this together. You know, like I know this is game one, but y'all have got to get it together. Um, And I'm watching this one guy where I was stationed. He was the guy checking the IDs. And he just, I saw like the moment he lost like all hope in having like any bit of a successful game as he looked down like the 30 plus people line ahead of him and people not ready to show IDs and having to constantly say it and then glancing over at his cooler that was just significantly losing product by the second. And just seeing in his face that there's no hope. And then at some point he's going to have to start dealing with customers being like, I waited in this line and you don't have Michelob Ultra, You don't have Bud Light's Salter, You don't have Miller, you know, and then having to tell them they got to go on a different fucking line or pick something else. And I'm just sitting back. Cause I'm a draft tech and I'm like, okay, well drafts. Not moving that well because the kiosk issue. So I'm, Watching the game and enjoy (laughs) enjoying myself while the regular the regular employees are just like dying on a fucking hill, and um, that's game one. That's preseason, and that's only with thirty thousand people. They're gonna add another forty, another forty thousand people because we it regardless this team sucks, or is back to being like you know like close to like a fucking Super Bowl contender, they're gonna sell. Almost all the tickets, if not all of them, like we 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 sell tremendously well. I don't know how this place doesn't just implode in the middle of September. We have an LSU game this Sunday, um, and I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. I really don't because LSU kids drink the fuck out of this place. Uh We had LSU for the national championship, uh, the year before COVID with Joe Burrow when he fucking killed it, um. And they drank almost all of the bottled beverages we had bottled and canned beverages we had. So I don't know what they're thinking they're going to do <laughs> this Sunday when it's LSU fans and Florida state fans in the building. So, uh I hope you guys enjoyed that. I fucking, I had a great laugh that day. Um, And I guess that's kind of mean to say, but it's like you have to be prepared. You know, we're a small team, but we're prepared because we do this constantly. And it's just for me, it's funny to see the chaos that happens. And maybe it's because I worked in the fucking food industry for 10 years. But just seeing like the hit, the mass of people come in and you just know when you're getting hit. Of with like an unrelenting wave of shit until the end of the
0: third you, you can't do anything but just It generally just sounds like a normal day at mcdonald's
1: mcdonald's yes i i i felt like you would get it because like you you did fast food like you did you dealt with customer service and like therefore lack of competence and product like <laughs>
0: Oh, no, absolutely. Like, you, like, dude, I was watching people just like young
1: kids being like, I fucking quit. I'm like, dude, you're going to leave a great job like this? <laughs> like, I'm fucking gone. Like, you know, they're talking to supervisors, supervisor. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm going downstairs.
0: <laughs> no, it's when you work in a job like that, you just have to bend over and take it for the next three yeah. hours until it's over. All you can do is like
1: defer we don't have this. Do you want this? If you don't, get out the line. What do you want? We have this. Oh, we have what you want. Get out of the
0: line. You know, like, like all you're like, doing it's, is... It's facing like an angry mob. It really is. <laughs> you just have to not give a shit.
1: Dude, I was sitting there. I was on TikTok. I was on my phone. I was playing video games. I was watching TV. Uh, and then I'd get the occasional service call for when they actually had the, the systems up. You know, and like they were selling product. I got, I changed like four or five kegs, which is like I normally change 21 at least, at least just on my floor. You know, I did four or five, whatever it was.
0: Sounds like a beautiful day for you.
1: Dude, I got my free, you know, I came in, I got my free food, easy money. And I just sat there and waited for my time to end while like I Colin Robinson, you know, uh tripped off of everyone's anguish, <laughs> which I guess is hard is it, kind of ruthless, but I just love that environment. Like just from working in the service industry, like I, I love the fucking chaos of it. And the fact that, like, I don't have to be on that side of it is just so interesting to watch. It's like watching National Geographic's, like Discovery Channel. <laughs> I'm just like, look at the atmosphere. Look at, you know, look at the situation unfolding. And I know what needs to be done. But, but what am I to do? I'm not going to go in there and tell them how to, how to do it the right way. Or I'm not going to pretend like I know what the right way is in every situation. But here it is. We're all suffering in here together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if that was a bit long-winded and you know one of my um puzzle pieces to build but I hope I hope y'all enjoyed uh <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed that because um I'm excited for this Sunday now that I saw how shitty <laughs> how shitty uh the service was and just you know like just everything failing all around them I'm excited for this weekend and then the first Saints game where we get the full fucking 70,000 people in the building.
0: No, I'm excited for this Sunday, too. I'm moving up to Peterborough. Yay. It'll be an, an eventful day for the both of us. Um, Yeah, no, that was a good story. Sorry, I was just kind of quiet. I'm like, I think my dog fucking came in my room and slept on my bed or something. I've been having an allergic reaction. <laughs> the whole fucking story. Just dying over here. So oh, I'm- shit.
1: I'm the same way. Animal dander <laughs> gets me, dog.
0: Oh, it just kills me. We have a uh, a golden shepherd too, so he's oh, adorable.
1: Mm, dude, oh, long haired cat got one of them, dude, and it just wants to be held. And it's like it'll get in your face and shit. And I'm like, God, now I'm I'm fucked for like twelve
0: hours. Oh, it just kills <laughs> me. I'm like squinting my eyes. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. But uh, I've got nothing else to add unless you have anything anything else you wanted to speak about
1: No dude we'll we'll cut her there because I know I know you're a busy young man looking at the future and, and molding your future still so uh we'll save any of the randoms for next episode I'm sure we'll we'll need some stuff because there'll be little to no updates for hockey so hopefully you guys are preparing for your fantasy leagues. Uh, coming up, I saw like I oh, got the that'll first. That'll
0: be that'll be our next episode. I got my first
1: uh sleepers, you know uh blog, like a notification the other day, and um, I don't think you guys give a fuck, but I'm trying to like I think I've finally, I've finally got like the perfect. I don't want to say eight's the perfect, but like eight to ten man roster for a New Orleans, you know, like like just like a yacht. In a New Orleans-based hockey fantasy league. Like, I've been doing this since, I want to say, 2014. um, And I, f- I think we finally found the right amount of people to make this, like, ignorant as fuck. And I've been waiting this whole time to get this trophy built. But once I do, I hope you guys like it because I've, I've used a bit of my artistic side you know, what, what I what I spent all my money in college to do. Uh I'm actually putting it to use a little bit. <laughs> but I hope I hope you like it. And uh I can't wait for fantasy hockey, honestly. It's gonna be sick this year.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh so we appreciate you guys uh coming out, listening, checking us out again. Appreciate the continued support through the dog days of August here. And uh we're excited to uh get back to you guys next Sunday. So without further ado, this has been Habs Nightly you guys for stopping by we'll talk to you guys again soon you're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from